Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, guys. Welcome back to the Dead Hedgehogs podcast with myself, Chris. And I've got Peter Casti here. And today's very special guest is the new WBO, NABO champion of the world, Donegal's finest, Jason Quigley. Jason, thanks for coming on to the podcast, mate. Thanks very much for having me. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure, lads. Thank you. Uh, look, um, the the hi- fight highlights on YouTube there on Sunday. Didn't wait up until five o'clock in the morning for you. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I wanted to hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was what you had some war. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was class. It was brilliant to watch. Um, how are you feeling after? It was like a man from Donegal trying to steal another man's turf out in the bars. <laughs> the two of us, the two of us just went out so we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got stuck into it, like. But uh, no, I, I, was, I, was watch, I was watching it there. It had everything going. It had everything for a boxer fan. You were fighting on the inside. You were fighting on the outside. You were going fucking toe to toe. It was, it was, it was all in, like. It was all then, in. It was... Then in the later rounds, you really started moving. You decided to do the alley shuffle. You're floating about the place. Yes. Like you, you really did mix it up, like. At the, the fans were back and. The crowds were there. It was time to put on a show. I give everyone a little bit of everything to enjoy on the night. And uh, thank God it didn't backfire and it all worked out as planned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. It's great. You, 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 you got on your bike at the seventh round. You started moving a bit. You started boxing more than fighting, I'd go to say. Um, what was, was that a constant decision or did that just happen? Or was that the corner telling you to... It, it kind of just happened for me, you know... Um, I felt as if I was one in the fight, you know, I felt as if I was ahead, but I wasn't really kind of being me. I wasn't kind of feeling my own flow. Like I wasn't kind of, I wasn't kind of enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not that I do enjoy getting punched in the face, like, but you know, I wasn't enjoying it to the best that I could. And it, I wasn't feeling the flow and, and uh, the rhythm in my game. And um, I just kind of mixed it up a little bit, got up and, you know, just started bouncing about, getting getting a rhythm, getting a flow going, and it started to feel good. You know, like it started to feel like, you know, this is this is me now, and yeah. um, everything started going well, and things started working off that. So I kind of just kept mixing it up as well because, um, Shane mostly, you know, he's he's a great fighter, he's a smart fighter, and I needed to keep mixing up the game plan to keep him thinking. I couldn't let him get used to me and start reading me. You know, and and, and yeah. then start counteracting what I was doing. So that was why, you know, I was one minute of the hands up, I was going forward. Next minute, I'd have the hands down, I'm moving around. And next minute, I kind of be just in the middle distance, not too close, not too far. And um, yeah, look, it it worked out well, and that was one of the game plans going in, giving him different, uh, giving him different looks uh, yeah. throughout the fight. So to keep him thinking, to keep uh, to keep him. 
to not let him get into his flow and not let him get settled in the fight. Like your yeah. fight, his fight. Um, were you shitting it? Were you shitting it when the first judge said, what did he say, 95 to 95 or something, was it? Are you, are you seeing yeah. your face? Well, your, like, face, your face told oh. a, a major story there. You're like, hold yeah, on a second. So, like, I felt as if I won the fight. Um, whenever I heard 95-95, I was like, right, I'm an Irish lad in Las Vegas. Yeah. He's an American in America. He's living in Vegas. He fights out of Vegas. He, um, His father, Shane Mosley Sr., the legend of, yeah. of boxing. I was like, is, is that all going to sway in his favor? And then when I heard 97, 93, I was like, that sounds more like, you know, yeah. to me. If, if it was kind of maybe 97, 96, you know, one, a bit closer, I would have I worried a wee bit more. But once I heard the wide score, I was like, at least one of them has a bit of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and boxing is renowned for its dodgy decisions. Like, especially what you're saying there, your man is... You know, hometown. Like if you were playing a game of football and the Donegal boys were, you know, it was, it was touch and go. You'd give it to the Donegal boys if you're playing in Valley Buffet or someplace. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a real place to get out. hundred percent. Like you know, and that's that. That is the thing about boxing, and you know, there's there's a there's a great thing in boxing that uh, never leave it in the hands of the judges. Always try and knock them out. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. That's the only way you're guaranteed victory is if you leave the man sleeping. So uh, obviously I didn't get to do that. So I did have to put it in the hands of the judges. And um, yeah, look, thankfully that uh, thankfully they seen the fight the way that they did. And, you know, I came away victorious on the night. Like there, There's a part in that last exchange where you can actually see that as you're getting into the grips of that last 10 seconds, there's a wry smile in there as you turn those last couple of punches. You're like, this is actually, this. I'm made for this. This is the one for me. Like, Yeah, there's um, there's a madness in us boxers. Like, there's, 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 there has to be a screw loose somewhere with this thing. To get into the ring and just enjoy getting slaps and giving slaps like it's yeah. uh there, there definitely has to be a screw gone there somewhere but no i definitely enjoy it and i love it and you know i knew the fight could have been a bit close uh so that was the reason why um i dug so deep and you know i went hell for leather in the last round because i wanted to show everyone and to show the judges most importantly that i wanted it more if it came down to the like oh geez you know who are we going to give it to here Quigley yeah. showed that he wanted it more. That's what I wanted to show, and um, I think I did do that then in the last round. Yeah, and, and you, your reception then back at home in in uh, in Donegal after is like obviously we've all seen the on social media and you've spoken about the reception after on a few different um, radio shows and stuff like this. That that must mean so much. Um, after was, the effort that's gone gone in, like. it, it really was unbelievable. Um, and the reason why it was so amazing was because it meant so much to so many people. Yeah, like the year and a half that we've we've all had, like the towns around the country have been empty. Uh, anytime you meet somebody, it's a sad story uh, about COVID, about cases, about this one and that one, and you know it. It was such a lift for everyone. 
And for me, I didn't feel it. I, I felt it as a, as an excitement, as a buzz. I was hanging out the window. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was I was on a bit of a buzz from it. But the parade of cars that were behind me and that were in the parade, they, uh, whenever we stopped off at the end, you know, the amount of people that came up to me and was like, that was so emotional. Yeah. This is like, to see people out on the streets again, to see people cheering, roaring, laughing, smiling, this is, it was just so great to see because you had kids from national schools, you had middle-aged people just happy to be out support, you had elderly people happy to be out support, you had businesses, even yeah. businesses that weren't even opened yet again, outside their business, you know, waving, saying hello, congratulations, it really was uh, a brilliant time just for everybody, like not just yeah. me, you know what I mean? It was a brilliant time for everyone to just have a, to have a buzz again, you know, to have something to laugh about and cheer about and yeah, you know, have, have a smile on the faces again. 100%. Like, we're, we're, we're small town lads ourselves, so we're, like, there's something about it being special when it's one of your own. I don't know, we can oh, all... Without a doubt. Like, and I think, you know, small towns uh, celebrate even more so as well because like they see me every day going down to the shop to get milk when he fights me again yeah. and, you know yeah. what I mean and the takeaways they mightn't see me for about three months because I'm making weight <laughs> so they're saying Where, where's he gone here in a small town everybody knows everything and everybody knows what's going on as well so uh, it, it's it's great that you know it's great in that sense that everyone gets behind you. Everyone knows the the effort and the time that you put in. They see me up early in the morning out running. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's it's a real it's a real kind of team effort, really. You know. Of course, yeah. I like we we had uh, we had one of your former teammates, uh, Ray Moylet, on the podcast a couple of months ago, and obviously he's still making those progressions into the professional game and racking up the wins to you know get get himself up rankings and stuff like that and he was saying he was saying the very same thing that you know being in the being at home and in a small town and stuff like that 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 local support is everything to him like yeah and ray's a very uh very much a homebird the same as myself you know we love where we come from and yeah. we love no matter where we go in the world, we're always happy to go back. And me and Ray have been in some dodgy parts of the world together. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've been happy. We've always been happy to get back home again. Like, but uh, no, Ray has been um, has, has been a teammate of mine for years. But most yeah. importantly, Ray's a, Ray's a great friend of mine that I have met throughout boxing, and he's a top top lad and. You know, uh, there's, there's some great stories, you know, through the years. Through this is the place to tell them, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I might get arrested. But, I might get arrested. <laughs> uh, but uh, now there's, uh, you know, Ray's just been, uh, me and him have been, we've been through it all together as well. Mm. We've been through the ups, we've been through the downs, we've shared rooms uh, in the middle of the shitholes of, Kazakhstan and Lithuania yeah, yeah. and no matter where we went in the world like um for boxing trips we've always seemed to always seem to have gotten the roughest of the rough like you yeah. know oh, he's, never, t- he's you know, telling us some some gnarly stories from like 
South America and uh, former Soviet bloc countries that you'd be. Yeah. Oh, you'd, you'd be shocked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you just think you've gone back in time sometimes, you know, especially over the likes of Ukraine and Lithuania and, and, and places like that. You know, into the cities of um, like Kiev and Ukraine, absolutely beautiful, some lovely buildings and places like that. Yeah. Um, Vilnius in Lithuania, uh, the capital, very nice, lovely. But we were always a couple hours outside the city, and you would just you would see a donkey and a farmer out plowing the fields, like you know, <laughs> and you'd be like, "What's going on here? Like this, <laughs> this is madness!" Like you know what I mean? So it's uh, but the best of experiences you could ever have. You know what I mean? Like they're ones you look back on now and, and you don't even remember how you done at the tournament so you don't even remember how you got on like you just remember the crack you had that's what it's all about you know that's that's the aim of it it's, you know that's the aim and that's what you want to come away with you want to come away with good memories not like oh, I didn't want this or I did want this you come away with Jesus that yeah. was some crack like you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. it's a uh... Cow- Cowboy's just uh, trying to jump in here for a second. Well, let's see. Deadly, he- deadly. He- he's back from his charity cycle with about 100 women. So yeah. that's why he was late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's not walking like John Wayne. He could be. He could be. Could be. <laughs> Cowboy, are you there? Are you well? What's Craig? Well, right, lads. <laughs> it's been Latin. It's been Latin. <laughs> He's up in the hills of Donegal. What is the crack? Oh, I am here. here. Yeah, you're, you're flat out riding today. Right, well, look. <laughs> was it some my first rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to check. I just wanted to check in, Jason, and I wanted to say congratulations on the win. Great fight. Uh, pre- appreciate it, buddy. Thanks very much. Thank you, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all the all the very best to you today out in the, with the charity race and everything like that. There, the cycling. Fair play to you, good man. It's, fun, it's funny how a bunch of women can make him very keen on cycling. <laughs> it was either it was either the women or, or you, Jason, and there's only one winner. <laughs> I'll side with you on that every day of the week. Right, right, right. Listen, uh, I'll, I'll bounce again because I'm sure the reception isn't great here. But enjoy the podcast, and uh, we'll catch up again. We'll have pints sometime. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All the percent, buddy. Take, take it easy and all the best. Good man. All right. Take, take it easy, man. cowboy. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, cowboy. <laughs> yeah, the... The, the man's a, he's a fucking lunatic. He's okay. a lunatic, he's oh, lunatic, yeah, <laughs> lunatic. Um, I was going to get another question there for you, Jason. I was trying to think of it there. Um, you mentioned the visualisation. You mentioned the visualisation. Did that play a major part in, you, you said 
I think I read somewhere you 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 weren't bothered in it at first, but then you changed your tune and you're you're more into it. Um, can you explain? Can you explain how the visualization and how it worked or, or anything like that? I only started to believe it after they called me out in the water. Jesus, this, this stuff works. <laughs> you're honest. You're honest. You're honest. No, no. Um, I have been doing it for a while now. I have um, been just, you know, I've been doing it for a couple of years and, and really trying to uh, I work with uh, Jerry Hussey, who's a good friend of mine and also a good friend of Ray Moylet. He was our sports psychologist on the Irish national team whenever we were younger and through the ranks into the senior level as well. So, um I'm actually very good friends now with Jerry. I lived with Jerry and everything for a while, so I did. And, uh, you know, Jerry has really showed me, him and his wife, Miriam, have really showed me uh, a new way of looking at life, a new way of looking at things, a new way of, uh, you know, just kind of rewiring the brain in, in terms of the way that you think, the way that you um, approach things, the way that you look at life in general. and it's a mixture of all that there that comes together and that helps every aspect of your life. But uh, visualization, uh, meditating, affirmations, yoga, you know, I've been, I've been tapping into to all of it and it has really helped me, uh, obviously in my career in boxing, but um, it has helped me, you know, massively outside of my career in boxing as well. You know, it has really helped me personally also. And, uh, you know, I wake up every day now looking forward to, to life and looking forward to the day that's ahead of me and the people that's in my life, the people that I love. And, you know, whereas before, um, I mightn't have always been that positive person and I mightn't have wanted to get out of my bed in the morning. You know, I would have wanted to sleep and just lie on because I didn't want to wake up to whatever's going on in my head and whatever I have to deal with for the day. Um, but all, all that, I think we have to go through these type of things for us to, to realize how good the good things are. Yeah. Uh, but, but one of the, one of the key things for me is living, living here, um, just kind of living in a nice balance whenever, like, obviously now, Everyone thinks, geez, Quigley must be in some high. He's out in Vegas. He's won a fight. He's flying. He's the top of the world. Inside, in my heart and, and in my body, I'm beaming. I'm, I'm, I'm smiling like there's a there's a ray of sun just kind of coming out of me. Um, but I'm not living up here in the height of everything that's going on. I'm still just living here in the life that I have. And even in my losses and even in my hard times that are down here, I'm not living down there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting down with it anymore. I'm living here. And um, I think that's one of the most, the, the best thing that I have done in my life is just try to live in a balance. You know, whenever things are great and amazing, enjoy them, take them in. But don't get caught up in them because they're not going to last forever. Yeah. And also whenever things are bad, don't get caught up on it. It's not going to last forever. Tomorrow's going to be another day. Um, I think, if anything, throughout this year and a half, it has showed us how much things can change in one day. 
One minute we're in the lockdown, one minute we're not, one minute we can travel, one minute we can't. So it's it's all about trying to just wake up every day and be the best person you can be and be grateful for the things that you have in life. And when I mean that, I don't mean a big house or big cars or plenty of money in the bank. I mean simple stuff, being able to just get up out of your bed, go for a walk down the town, eat food, um, have a few pounds in your bank to go and get yourself a new pair of runners or you know what I mean? Just yeah. small, simple things like that and, and having people in your life that you love and that, that they love you back. You know, it's, it's simple things in life and I think that's another thing that lockdown has showed us that the people that surround you through lockdown, if you can stick with them for a full year and a half, they're worth keeping in your life as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> if if you're if you still together, if you're still friends or partners or whatever it may be, then you should definitely stick together because that lockdown will test anybody. But, you know, now just look, the way that it is, I don't, uh, as I said, look, I don't get caught up in things now, whether it's highs or lows. I just, I'm a happy man, regardless if I won fights, lose fights, if things are going well or not going well. Um, I just kind of take everything as a lesson and I take everything as a, as a learner. You know what I mean? No matter what's thrown at me, I kind of look at it and be like, okay, what, what, what's this in my life for? What's it preparing me for? What's it getting me ready for in the future? So, yeah, look, I've done a lot of visualization, affirmations, yoga, uh, different things like that, and they have all really, really helped in my uh, in my career and in my life. That, that's very interesting because, well, like, and you can see adapt a lot of that to all very regular stuff. You know, like as you were saying there about um, controlling your emotions and not getting too high or not getting too low. And I see that I have to do an awful lot of that myself in my regular day-to-day work i work in recruitment say and it's very sales orientated so some days if you make a lot of money you could you'd be on top of the world you could also not make a lot of money and it could be really tough and the ones that really last in those processes are the ones that are doing what you were saying in being able to control their emotions and not get too high not get too low and just concentrate on what they have to do but that's like it's easy now for me to say this yeah but that's not it's not easy to just be like oh, i made a load of money today right don't get too excited or you know just or it's a learning process yeah that was a shit one you know what i mean it's yeah. it's it's bit by bit you know it's chipping away every day it's, it's just if you can try to be one percent better every day than you were the day before just wake up one day and try to be just 1% better than you were yesterday. That's all you have to do is just try to improve yourself from the day before. And if you can do that, just steadily chip away at things. Don't put things, you can have goals and you can have ambitions and have them and keep them there, but don't keep looking at them every single day and don't keep kind of comparing yourself to other people steadily chip away at things and steadily just try to try to become a more happier and more grounded person each day and you know that's something that i've been doing and it's just been really working for me there's an old expression how do you eat an elephant bit by bit 
You can't eat an elephant all at once. You have to just take 100%. little baby spoons. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and that's a daft one. It's a daft one. But it, I, I, was, I was thinking there. But um, I can relate to you, not by making loads of money like you two guys are making loads of money, but I can relate to you by not getting out of bed. Sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck that, getting out of bed. I, I, you said, I want to lie on. I, especially during the lockdown. I'm sure everybody else yeah. can relate to that yeah, too. Yeah. And like you're saying, it's not... It's not like the Rocky movie where you do a montage and fucking you lift a load of weights and then all of a sudden you're fighting Ivan Drago. It's fucking every day. It's every day. Yeah. And that's 1% getting better and better and better, which is, um, I think a lot of people need to hear that. Do you know what I mean? It's not a magical change. Like you didn't become world that's champion true. overnight. It was that 1%. <laughs> you know? That's that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I, see, a, I see a lot of people that, that turn around and say, you know, um, like they, they tell people, oh, you know, think positive and do this and do that. But yeah. you can't just switch it. it on. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you can't, like, you can't just go away now from this talk and be like, ah, oh, Jason, just wake up every day and try to be 1% happier and go and do it. It doesn't yeah. just happen. Like, like yeah. I still, I still have shit days and I still Most have times where I doubt myself and, you know, I'm ever going to make it. I'm ever going to do this and I'm ever going to, you know, be fully happy in life. And, the answers are no, like nothing's ever guaranteed. You know, and yeah. once you start to realize that life isn't perfect and you're not always going to be happy, like because people look at social media now and look at Instagram and this that you never see somebody posting something up them in tears crying or them not wanting to get out of their bed. Like they're posting up them on the beach somewhere or them on a holiday or getting new shoes or getting a brand new car or yeah. you're, right away you're looking at it thinking oh, geez, look at them doing so well for themselves. Two hours before that, they could have been lying crying in their bed. Yeah. It could be on the hand pump as well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. exactly. I, don't, I don't know if that would be happy or sad, Pete. <laughs> it could be sad, it could be sad, I don't know. <laughs> 100%, you know, so, um, no, look, uh, I think people just need to understand that nothing's guaranteed and, and you just have to, you just have to go about your life just trying to be the best version you can be every day you know what i mean and if you have a bad day that's fine no problem tomorrow's another day let's start again and when you do have a bad day listen to your feelings listen to what's wrong and don't keep blocking them away or don't keep you know going on your phone to try and forget about them or ring your friends to head out or start drinking or just to forget about things sometimes just listen doesn't matter how bad they are or whatever because if you keep knocking them away they're, they're always going to be there like they're always going to creep up again yeah you know sometimes yeah. we, we have to kind of listen to it and everybody has cracks like everybody has cracked somewhere but you know you just have to listen to them sometimes and they're not going to be pleasant like you're gonna you're gonna have to turn around sometimes and say well maybe you're not such a good person that you think you are or that you let on you are and that's fine because we're not all perfect. We've all done shit that we might be ashamed of or of that we're not proud of, you know. And the quicker that we realize this, the quicker that we can start to become a better person. And I think that's just kind of, that's, that's the way that I kind of look at things. That's the, the way that I kind of roll off things. And, and you know, that works for me. And you've, you've, you've developed in tools, the yoga, the meditation, the visualization. They're them tools to try and, keep you that 1% every day. They're tools. It's not like... 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like if, if if you and and it's about the people that you're around. It's about the environment that you're in. Like if you're in a, an environment of um of people that are always giving out or you know always comparing to somebody else and always trying to like get this flash car to show it off or you know if you're around that environment, monkey that, see monkey do. Exactly. Those 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 thoughts are being put into your head, and you know you're around that environment, but. You know, if you're around people that are doing meditation, that are doing yoga, you know, you're in a you're in a better circle and in a better environment to think more clearly and to be more mindful and grateful of the small, simple little things we have in life. Because you you take lockdowns, for example, people sitting with millions in the bank, what were they able to do with it? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you people sitting with a big mansion of a house what were they able to do yes it was nice they were able to stay in that through lockdown but the amount of bills that would be coming in for a mansion of a house you look at the people that are you know a big fancy car who weren't able to drive it over you look at at the things you look at the things your health being able to get out and go walking um being able to put food on be able to put food on the table come home and sit with people and and tell them your problems and tell them how difficult lockdown is and them able to listen to you them able to understand you like that's that's the important things in life absolutely 100 like, 100 it's, it's yeah it's, go on, Chris, go on, Chris. i was just gonna say it's like we when we were talking we were talking about something very similar with ray and it, it, obviously you're both boxers but he was saying how you know there is a selfish side to being a boxer. You you have to, your body is going to go through a lot. The training's tough. The weight cut's tough. You know, you're con- trying to control an environment that's almost uncontrollable at times and injuries are going to happen. And you, to fight, to hear that you're trying to control, like a lot of it's psychological then. And that's probably the key component to everything in the successful boxer is being really, really mindful and being able to control your emotions. So to hear that you've really worked on that side is kind of inspiring because you've actually, you clearly understand yourself now. And obviously the hundreds of fights that you, you had as an amateur has led to this point. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and like, you know, that's why you need good people around you because you do have to be very selfish and you're not maybe the nicest person to be around whenever 
you're training hard, you're cutting weight, you're crabbing, you're angry, you know, you're getting ready to pull the head of some fella in a few weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, that's where you need people around you that, that support you and understand you, that are able to just be like, okay, that's him. He's in his mood. He's a fight coming up. Let him be. But also be there if you have a shit day as well. You know, not be just taking the huff and being like, oh, you fucking shit for him today. Yeah. Why are you being like that? Like, you know what I mean? Just just be happy. Like, just, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. you know, come on, let's 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 <clears throat> let's go out for a bite of food tonight, or you know, let's go away for a walk. And no, like I can't eat that food. I'm too tired, I don't want to go for a walk. I've trained twice yeah. today already. Do you know what I mean? Like that's where you need people in your life that understand, understand. that and yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um that's like that's what people don't understand. Like people on people think that Jason Quigley, the boxer, gets into the ring and does it, and it's all him. Yeah, it's not all me. Like it's 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 my partner at home that understands me. It's my coach that understands me. It's Gary Hussey, my psychologist, that understands and listens to me. It's 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 a full team, and it's not just a team of boxing coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, nutritionists. It's a team of anybody that's involved in your life. Because everyone plays a massive part. You you're out in America there um a couple of years for for a couple of years and you came home and now you're obviously working with Andy Lee and his his stable he's got clearly Andy's doing the business he's picking up a lot of serious boxers there likes of Joe Parker he's obviously working with Tyson Fury as well like wh- how how have you seen your that transition been? from obviously being an American, being excited about that, and then wanting to come home and then being in this stable? Yeah, like, as, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm very much a homebird, and uh, going to Los Angeles was unbelievable. Like, I was a young lad from Donegal heading out to Hollywood in, in Los Angeles. Like, I was I was blinded by the lights, you know, the first year and a half, I was like, <laughs> unbelievable, this place is, I'm, I'm never going home, like, I'm staying here forever. <laughs> um, this, is, this is quality, like, uh, but like, after a year and a half, you know, I started to, to realise that, you know, this isn't home, and, you know, the novelty and everything of it wore off, and I didn't just uh, take to it, like, I didn't take to it, of course, the weather and everything. Like, that was amazing. But, you know, I'm just I'm more of a home bird kind of a person. Just wanted a bit of crack. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And We've all know, been there. I remember the same feeling in New York after a certain amount of time. I was like, you, 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 miss, you miss silly stuff. Like pubs you never exactly. want to be in. <laughs> just the, the the worst rundown places you miss them like oh yeah you know what I mean yeah. because because that's home like that's 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 we that's where you're from that's where you have those emotional attachments to um but yeah like you no know, I came I came then and and uh, teamed up with Andy Lee and uh, you know it was a mixture of everything it was a mixture of Andy being so understandable and being in positions that I was in in my career, me and him having a lot of similarities, uh, being closer to home, training in Dublin, being able to go home at weekends, you know, yeah, two and a half, three hour drive up the road and you're back home in your comfort zone and, you know, then you're back out, then you're switched on, you're back in Dublin, you're in camp, you know, 
it was a mixture of everything that really gelled together and uh, really helped me become the person that I am now today. Did you spend a bit of time in the UK training when you first came back, did you? Or did I did. You? I was in uh, the Engel Gym in Sheffield for about a year and a half as well. Yeah. And uh, at the start, yeah, it was great as well because I was closer to home and I was flying over and back every now and then. I thought this was great. And then after a while, then I was like, still just, still not right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still not, still not hitting home. And uh, yeah, I finally made the decision then to, to move back home and uh, it's worked, worked a treat so far. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, there's an expression too, you have to go away to come back. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you know, you, you went away, you see, you see the bright, you see the bright lights. You probably played holy fuck over in Las Vegas. And then you came back <laughs> and you realized, it's like Frodo in fucking Lord of the Rings and Sam, you know, he goes off <laughs> his journey and then he comes back to the Shire and he's like, this place isn't too bad. Like, oh, 100%. 100%. Because like, I'd never really, of course, I've traveled around the world with uh, the boxing and stuff like that, but I've never really lived away from home. And, you know, geez, as a young fella, you, you want to spread your wings, you want to get away and you want to just get out there and see the world. And, yeah, I was going to no better place but the LA, like you know. Yeah. I was so excited and it was a great it was a great experience. It was an amazing time. But you know, as I said, it, it it'll always be a place that means a lot to me still, but uh it'll never be home. No, absolutely not. Who out of the staple of uh boxes that Andy's training, like who who's been the most impressive that you've been training with? Um well we have obviously He's been in with uh, Tyson. He has Joseph Parker. He has Paddy Donovan there now as well, who's a very exciting nice. prospect that's coming through. Yeah. Um, oh, look, there's a great stable there. Everything's going great. Uh, if we just all keep working hard, keep working together as a team, and there'll be some uh, there'll be some serious champions coming out of that stable, that's for sure. Absolutely. Like, Joseph Parker, he looked really good in his last fight with... Uh, Chisora, even though he had a rough first round. Yeah, look, Joseph is a—he's a former heavyweight champion of the world. Like, you know, you can't get much uh, much better than that. Uh, Joseph is an absolute gentleman of a fellow as well. He's such a such a likable, good-hearted, nice person. And uh, me and Joseph kicked it off right from the off. You know what I mean? We're best of buddies already. Like, and we've only known each other, so uh, that's great. And that obviously helps to, you know, having chemistry with the, the people that you're training with is, uh, is vital as well to bring success. Absolutely. Was it, was it a bit of a shock? I know, I just read there before we came on that um, Andy Lee couldn't be in your corner. There was some visa issue or something. Was that a yeah, bit of a, like, like, was that a bit like, fuck? Do you know what I mean? At one point. That's, that, that's exactly the, the fucking, that's exactly the emotion that came out of it. Fuck. Yeah. Like, it was like, what am I going to do now? Like, you know what I mean? Um, because, like, me and Andy had been working together for, for for two years, you know what I mean? And we've been steadily gelling and growing together. And we had a long training camp for this fight, working on things. And, you know, he knows me best, like, of what I can do in the ring. He's been seeing it in the gym. And to have him not there, it was kind of, it was sickening, of course. But it was at a stage where there was no other option but to 
what's what's the best move now? Like, how do we how do we make this bad situation an okay situation? And um, you know, we put our two heads together, and I was good friends with Wayne McCulloch over, and uh, he lives in Las Vegas as well. So I was good friends with him, and uh, yeah, we we made it work. We got in touch Brilliant. with Wayne, and he had a good it's handy to. Then. It's handy to have like an Irish hero on speed dial. That's oh, <laughs> ideal. Without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt, you know. But but fair play to uh, fair play to Andy and Wayne too for coming together and, and working on it. You know, coming back and forth with each other. You know, telling telling each other. Well, Andy telling Wayne what I've been working on and you know what kind of game plan for the fight and Wayne being able to take it on board because. You can get a lot of coaches out there that are, you know, big egos and stubborn and, you know, wouldn't really like to, you know. They're wearing the highway to, kind of way. Yeah, right, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, I have to credit two lads and, and thank them very much, you know, for, for, for coming together and working so well together for this fight for me. It must, in some ways, uh, like there has to be a part of you that goes, like, he's the son of Shane Mosley. Like, Sugar Shane was in... Like talk about wealth of experience. Like Wayne McCullough is a wealth of experience, and and obviously Andy has a, a wealth of experience. But Shane Mosley has been in there with Floyd. Like he beat Margarito. He, he a bunch of other greats of that time as well in the hardest division. There yeah, was that intimidating? Was it intimidating? Intimidation in that, like. To be honest, I've got asked this question from Connor Ben. You know, Connor Ben is obviously yeah. the son of Nigel Ben. Yeah. Um. He asked me this question before the fight. He says, "Do you, do you feel intimidated, like by the father's presence?" And I was like, "No, because it's not the father that I'm fighting. Like, yeah. you know, the yeah. son. The son is the son, and there's very few sons." Come away better than their their father. Like, I think Connor you know was I mean? delighted to hear that. You know, it was. Um, but no, like it, it honestly didn't phase me because it, it only kind of phased me whenever the decision was being called out. And I thought of course, the papers yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. But in terms of anything else, no, because. Um, I knew he wasn't his father, like, and you know what I mean. And um, funny story, uh, four about four and a half, five years ago, I actually sparred with both of them in the no one way. way. Wow. I, I did about six. I did about six rounds with uh, the father, and I did about two rounds with the the son, Junior. And I couldn't even remember sparring Junior because at that time I was just thinking, oh, I'm sparring Shane Mosley Senior. This is unbelievable. Well, believe it. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, I sparred the uh, sparred the two of them one day back. Well, I was in five six years ago when I was living in LA. And uh, look, they're two lovely fellas, and Shane's yeah. a lovely fella as well. You know, I have a lot of I have a lot of good time for Shane and uh, both of them. And uh, yeah, look, it's the fight game, you know what I mean? You're friends, you get in, you take care of business and you shake his hand after it as well and just hope that both of us can go back to our families safe and healthy. That, and, and in fairness to Shane, like, he, they've always come across, like Shane, Shane Senior, obviously I haven't seen that much of Shane Junior, but like he always came across as an absolute gent, you know, and it's comparison to... Obviously, what's going on with Floyd Mayweather and that gobshite Logan Paul? Like, you you take you take that into context of that's 
going to be one of the biggest fights in the in of the year. And is it a bit of a sickener like? Look, people have asked me this question, you know what I mean? But I have to hand it to to Logan Paul. Logan Paul and his brother. Yeah. Like yeah. the two men are making absolute fortunes for themselves. They're getting in there, they're bypassing like 99% of fighters and going straight to the top, pay-per-view, yeah. millions of money against the best fighter in the world. I have to take my hat off to them, like fair play to them. Like they're they're living their life and they're doing what they can to get by and yeah. they're getting uh, by pretty yeah, yeah. pretty flush with it, you know what I mean? Oh, they won't um, be short anyway. Definitely not. But the thing about it is, they're bringing, you know, I always try to look at the positive side of things. They're bringing a whole new audience to boxing as well, yeah. which is going to eventually end up generating more money for the rest of the fighters. And if you're a fighter that gets on the same card, even as them guys, you're going to get paid even more. So, you know, in a roundabout way, it is going to help boxing. And, um, hey, see the people that's talking and shit about it. They'll be the people that's paying the pay per view as well at the weekend to watch it. We, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's you, it's gonna. It is fascinating because the size his there is a huge size difference. There is a physical difference, and boxing like you could just land one punch. It could clip him. Exactly. That is that fear, but you'd imagine that <laughs> the way Mayweather set up. I seen him hitting the bag there today, and he's brutal. He is brutal. But it's his size. <laughs> it's his. What's the brother? The brother. He just don't don't sugarcoat it, like don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> well, like for 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 a lad, the reason I'm saying he's brutal is because he's getting in with one of the best that ever. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he's brutal compared to to Mayweather. Like, and I can see Mayweather end up stopping him. Like, you know, I really can see Mayweather, put, but. In real life, but is this real life? Is it going to be scripted? Is there going to be a knockdown? Like, you know what I mean? Is it going to, is it going that's, to go these That's ways? the thing that you'd be worried about with something like this, because it isn't. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like, isn't like there's a belt on the line and there's a commission that's actually going to actually give a shit. It's Florida at the end of the day. Crazy stuff happens down there. You you will you will see you will see a very similar fight to the the Conor McGregor fight, you know, because Mayweather will just suss him out and tire him out by fainting and yeah. pressuring him and you know doing different things. And then I can see Mayweather putting it on him a little bit later on. Uh, you know, putting on. He's him a bit tired. He's tired. Yeah. Exactly. If it's real life, if it's real life. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's it's a it's a mad one. Like I suppose when it comes to something like this. As you said, it, it can have a positive effect on on certain boxers that are going to make more money from being on the undercards. But even up to there, there's a prestige with it. I, I I look at it from a point of view that boxing needs to pull back their fans that have kind of gone into UFC, 
and kind of gone because UFC just fight they they kind of match up the best fighters in each division and you're looking at the what's happened recently with um Joshua and Fury and you you bang your head off the wall like the the Wilder fight is done like out of the what 18 20 something rounds or whatever 18 rounds that are done like Fury is by far the better boxer and he's going to win another fight against Wilder unless Wilder clips him like you know so yeah you, like the fight that's that the frustration fight. that's the frustration for the fans yeah sorry for cutting over there Chris, oh, no, that's the frustration for the fans yeah. it's like the Pacquiao Mayweather they never fought as well it was kind of like when are they going to fight it was just like everybody was like Fuck, we want to fucking be around the fucking TV at fucking four o'clock in the morning, fucking yeah, eating yeah. biscuits, going, you know, the big fights back <laughs> yeah, in the when, day, when, like, you know. When they did fight, it was four years after the fight should have been made. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it, and it had, um, it had worn off. And, you know, your, the excitement of it had worn off. And it was just like, bleh. yeah. You know, and it's, and it's going to be the same with Fury and Wilder or Fury and Joshua. If it doesn't get made after this fight, you know, uh, thing, uh, things need to start happening quickly. Yeah. So, for going back to to yourself and your your next step, um, I know you've um talked about Bobo Andrade, um, obviously that that f- you feel like that's the fight to make next. Um, is there anyone else that's in your crosshairs now? There's nobody else. Uh, Bobo Demetrius Andrade is is the fight to make. You know what I mean? Um. Demetrius is a great fighter. Um, there'll be no like I'll never shit talk about him or trash talk about him. He's, he is a great fighter. Um, I think he definitely does deserve a shot at the likes of Canelo or Triple G or anything like that. But they seem to be avoiding him and he seems to be crying about people not wanting to fight him. Um, so here's me. I, I, I'm ready, I'm willing. Uh, I'm not gonna shit talk about him or say anything like that there, but I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna give him one hell of a fight. And I think that fight has to happen, it should happen. Uh, the people want to see it, you know, it's got a lot of momentum, it's got a lot of excitement. Talk about it. And he's from the east coast of America, and uh, we all know the amount of Irish in Boston and New York, and uh, that'll be one hell of a fight. It would sell out any arena. The atmosphere will be unbelievable, especially after the year and a half that everyone has had. And now people can get back into the stadiums. People can get back supporting people, roaring, shouting, having the crack again. And uh, I think that's a fight that has to be made and should be made definitely in the near, very near future. And when you win that fight, Canelo? Without a doubt, bring him on. He might look more Irish than me. But yeah. uh, we'll soon see you come play <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'll ask one more question. Uh, one more question. I uh, will let you go, uh, Jason, because I know you're busy. You probably have a lot of media on to you. Um, I asked this question. Media like every, us. Media like <laughs> us. Yeah, that, get a lad that's doing a charity run to jump in the middle or charity <laughs> side to the middle. <laughs> but. Uh, well, I was going to, I asked this to everyone that would come on. Have you have any advice for a young fella out there that's doing boxing or any advice that for a young fella that maybe did boxing and he wants to get back into boxing, he's let it go or, or even any advice to a young person out there at all? And you kind of said it there in the middle, but you, any advice to a young fella coming up the ranks? Yeah, like, uh, get- just, just advice for, for any young fella, you know, um, it's just, 
go with your gut instinct, you know what I mean? Don't be trying to please your parents or don't be trying to please a teacher or a coach or anything along those lines. You know, go out there and do what makes you feel happy because whatever you do and whatever you whatever makes you feel happy and you're doing it, you're always going to give it that extra percent. You're always going to give it that extra push, that extra drive. And you're always going to end up being successful at it because you're going to do whatever it takes to become successful because you want to be successful, but most importantly, because you enjoy what you do. And, um, you know, that's the, that's the bit of advice that, that I have to give out there is because, you know, there's a lot of kids growing up and there's a lot of kids just looking for the attention of, you know, adults and their peers and different things along those lines listen to your own gut instinct you know enjoy what you do what makes you happy what you love to do what what you're excited to go doing keep doing that and it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter what people say you'll always be successful at that that's brilliant great advice that's brilliant advice good advice to get someone that has a wbo belt now in fairness (laughs) (laughs) i I think i heard you say the last day that you kind of walked out of the ring and you actually noticed that it was the proper WBO belt, the full. Yeah, full so w- the the actual uh, the actual belt that I won got lost in FedEx, so it didn't come to the thing in, in time. So they they had a world title WBO belt at the uh, in Vegas or whatever. So uh, they actually got that one into the ring and everything just for the photos and beats. They shit you if they didn't have a belt, me won in the belt, and they didn't even have it to present me with anything after the fight. So they had that there. I didn't realize, obviously, in the ring and put it on me. I got back and I looked down. I was like, that's his world, that's his world <laughs> champion. I just give me, give me on the plane. Well, well, you, yeah, I was going to say you're quick to the airport anyway, but like, you exactly. Know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm holding on to this, I'm holding on to this now, but. No, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a sign of things to go. Hundred percent. We we absolutely believe so. Anyway, and look, thank you so much for coming on on the podcast with us, mate. And uh, obviously, we'll be looking for a follow up when uh, when you get the Andrade fight and maybe and have that full strap on your on your waist. Is he gone? <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He must be gone. gone. <laughs> 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 <He disappeared. laughs> Well, listen, uh, we want to thank Jason there because uh, that was a great podcast. Very insightful, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it. Brilliant. And um, it was beautiful. What did you think, Chris? Uh, he's an absolute gent. And it, to be honest, like boxing, kind of like UFC and these, uh, and the fight, like I love boxing. I've always loved boxing Yeah, since I was a kid. But it's kind of been swallowed up, like fighters like Jason or whatever, they kind of have gotten swall- swallowed up in this kind of, you have to make, the pre-fight, it, it, some people live for the pre-fight more and all this fucking crack. This the hype, crack. is it the, the, the trash yeah. talk? And, yeah, trash yeah, talking. yeah. It, it kind of gets in the way of the actual fight. I yeah, think. and it, it's nice to see someone that's humble and just has a singularity goal in their mind and wants to go out and achieve it. Like, he has been a top prospect boxer for Ireland for a long time now he won the silver medal at the world yeah. championships he he was obviously touted to go to um was it brazil when he was and he before he turned professional just before that he, he actually yeah. didn't go to the olympics or didn't do the olympic trials but an absolute gent and it's great to see someone from 
Bally Buffet go out onto the world scene and become yes. and and grounded, grounded and humbled. Yeah, uh, humble and, and, and come home and come home and fucking say, "This is my base. This is my home." Yeah, exactly. But kind of, yeah. it, it would almost remind you of Kazaki. You know, the exactly. Way yeah, moved away yeah. from home and went out there and started beating the best. Like that's where yeah. we hope to see Jason do the same. You know, what, what do you think yourself, mate? I know. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was it was very interesting how I'm into you know you formulate questions as he's talking, but you don't want to talk over somebody. Do you know what I mean while he's talking? But like, is it? It, it kind of ties into the stuff we're talking about in our Agony Uncles podcast as well, where um, Jason's back on again. Is he back? He's back, or is he gone? <laughs> he's gone. Is he? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, but so- it kind of ties into the Agony Uncles where. Don't let the outcome affect your own self-esteem. Yeah. You're going to be like this. You do the things in your life to make things, you level out, you know what I mean? And have that way of thinking, have your meditation, have your exercise, have your people around you. And you have this level of contentment in your life, regardless of whatever happens, you know what I mean? And I think that's a great message. Oh, absolutely. Like, you will be so much happier and so much more content if you concentrate on the stuff you can control and you can control your own emotions, like, and we all, we all lose the canopy. We all lose the plot, but it's so important. And the fruits of his labor are, might've been last Sunday morning flying back to Ireland, but all that hard work that led up to it, it's, he doesn't, he can't forget that. His, yeah, family, yeah, it's, his it's, family are there along the way and yeah. it's very easy for us to have him on a podcast after he's won 100 yeah. percent. We, yeah. we did contact him back in january and this is yeah. a couple of months in the working it, it yeah. just hasn't happened so for it to happen just after he's won um the wwo um nabo title is great delight generally delighted but like we under I think we have a good understanding that all the hard work came in the months and years beforehand. Yeah, and I, and I, I think that's the thing with uh, social media now as well. People think because there's overnight successes with social media and uh, internet and dot com booms back in the day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that you could be an overnight success, but there's an expression: an overnight success takes like 10, 20 years to become an overnight success. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's the truth. That's the truth. You know. And it's so, great that that type of consistency that he's had in his training camp and obviously getting his mind right and getting his body right and then going out and putting in the performance that he did on sun, on early Sunday morning Irish time was that it's brilliant to watch. It is yeah. class. And, and it's, he's a world-class athlete in our backyard. It's great. Yeah. And I would say to anybody that's watching this or listening to this podcast, check out the fight because it was... Oh, it's it a banger. A, it was it was it was tight. It was tight in the early rounds, and then he pulled away. And he said he got a, he, he started boxing on the outside. It was a range of yeah. different styles. You know I mean, he, it showed, was, he showed his range. He yeah, showed that he could sit with them in the pocket. He could actually move around the ring. He. It, it, it was almost like a musician doing riffs. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. okay, I'll do a few steady riffs or tunes here now, and then I'll do fucking the elaborate stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's what it was like. Or it was like an artist fucking drawing pictures or... Do you know, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? It was... And as he said, it was about flow. 
and being in yeah. that flow and an artist can be in that flow or you know we could have a podcast that we get into this synchronized way of going back and forth it feels effortless that can yeah. also go against us <laughs> you know sometimes yes. it happens sometimes it doesn't and that that in itself like it it was look i said uh delighted to have jason on and only we're really looking forward to seeing what he does next basically yeah um, exactly, and he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman absolutely, gentleman. Um, but guys, thank you so much for um watching the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, when you get a chance, give Jason a follow on Instagram. Um, again, he's he does have some entertaining stuff there when he's in training and stuff like that. Follow him and watch his fights. Um, and obviously to all our Patreon members, thank you so much for your support and the subscribers. So if you get a chance. Um, hit the subscribe button on YouTube um, if you can become a Patreon member and throw us a few quid a month to make the podcast that bit better, please yeah. do that and uh, we're working on trying to improve the quality all the time guys so yeah. thanks very much for everybody supporting thanks yeah. for messaging the Patreon page, we read the messages and we get back to them and they're great crack oh absolutely yeah they've given me a bit of jip for uh, did I pay the 800 quid for the um, the matchmaker episode so um i didn't i didn't surprise that's right yeah you joined the matchmakers but yeah. there's still time chris there's still time I might, I might do that i'm there's very unlikely to do it uh, but yeah so um for five dates still getting over that 800 quid don't know enough yeah. of me yeah. wasted enough money on women ho ho yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah guys look please subscribe thank thanks a lot and uh We'll chat to you soon. Good stuff, guys. Take it easy.